Hey, everybody, I'm Walt Swaim, and you are watching and listening to Truth Unbound. Okay, so this one's a heavy hitter. You ready? So if you have a baby, chances are you're a conservative or you're turning into one very soon. Okay, now I think we know why this can be a possibility, and so do the researchers. But we at Truth Unbound are going to answer this new study that's gone viral and we'll do so from a biblical worldview and perspective. Okay, so you ready? You strapped in? Let's go. Okay, so the news has gone pretty viral of this new study. And may I emphasize right from the beginning, this was not a study done by a Christian or conservative think tank but from the Secular University of Pennsylvania, okay? So, well, this is what they found. Let's go through it. All right, so I'm throwing up here on the screen the article. Now, this is from the Blaze News, It's uh, but it's on numerous news sites. Um, just pick, pick this one. Uh, it says, study reveals strong link between parenthood and social conservatism. Now, um, it says here, Dr. Nicholas Carey, a researcher at the University of Pennsylvania and a team of over 20 other academics, conducted four studies and surveys involving 2,610 adults. Conservatism was defined for the purpose of this research as a tendency to prefer safer, more traditional behaviors, social organizations, and sor sources of moral guidance alongside cultural in-group preference and resistance to cultural change. In the first of the studies undertaken, one group of participants was shown 12 pictures of cute young children. Each participant was then asked about what they imagined their own future child might look like. They were told to assign the Im imagined child a name and then describe a series of experiences they might have together. The second group of participants in the first study were provided pictures not of children, but of household items and leisure objects. They too were asked follow-up questions, but this time about what activities they might enjoy pursuing with these inanimate items in their employ. Both groups were then provided a survey assessing social conservatism. In this study and in the second study, wherein the researchers sought to replicate their findings, there was a significant interaction such that more emotionally engaged participants scored higher on social conservatism in the first group as compared with the control group. When confronted with stimuli arousing a parental or childcare sensibility, participants who emo emotionally engaged with the test manipulations, the photos of children and thought experiments concerning raising a child, reacted more strongly to the concepts of abortion choice, traditional marriage and family unit. The researchers' third study cast a wider net in search of correlations between social conservatism and parental care motivation and found there was indeed a significant positive association. Carey and his team noted, however, this relationship was largely specific to social and not economic conservatism. The association with economic conservatism was relatively weak overall. However, American parents involved in the study exhibited a highly significant positive association between their parental status and economic conservatism. The link between conservatism and parental care was not skewed by sex or age, 
and only slightly attenuated when simultaneously controlling for the effects of socioeconomic status. Parents, non-parents, and men and women of all ages who emotionally engaged with the prompts evidence greater social conservatism when assessed. Among the 10 countries, remember that, among the 10 countries involved by way of participants in the broader investigation, the linkage between conservatism and parental care motivation was strongest in the United States, Poland, Lebanon, and South Korea. The link, while still not insignificant, was weaker in Denmark, Chile, Australia, and Japan. Sexual conservatism taken by researchers to mean an aversion to homosexuality, divorce, abortion, premarital sex, casual sex, and prostitution was also stronger amongst those with the parental sensibility. Carey and his team concluded that parental care, the fundamental driver of human behavior that sees people through their investment of time, energy, instruction, affection, and all else required in the generation and rearing of of children, shapes social attitudes and cognition. It would make sense for those who desire to be or are already involved in child care to pursue a stable, family-focused environment and respond well to political parties that support this goal. Additionally, those motivated to care for children may be less likely to show preference for, for, uh, for policies that undermine the family and marriage or promote destabilizing forces such as adultery and promiscuity. Carey provided the Guardian... Uh, with a strong takeaway for a politically polarized world. Understanding that point is important in realizing that maybe people you disagree with a bit aren't just stupid and evil. Those people might have been shaped by just their situation in life and what their motivations and goals are. Interesting, isn't it? Okay, so it needs to be well noted here, okay, that um, this recent study was not only in the U.S., but rather in 10 different countries total worldwide. Now, let me, let, me, let me repeat that again here. The quote, participants were 2,610 adults recruited by 11 research teams in 10 countries. They said these samples included in-person community samples, online samples, student samples, and nationally representative samples. All participants completed measures of parental care motivation, and social and economic conservatism. Surveys in non-U.S. countries were incorporated into existing survey studies. Surveys were administered in the main local language. So, end of quote. So, this was, this was worldwide, okay, uh, throughout several different continents as well. So, just make a note of that, okay? Now, Add to this another major factor that supports their conclusions. This is not the only study done on this subject. Two other peer-reviewed studies within the last four years came to the same exact conclusion. Now, these two earlier studies, like we said, were mainly, and just to emphasize, were done in the U.S., but as we've seen with the most recent study, the same behavior and beliefs uh, resonate in many countries and cultures worldwide, regardless. All right, so let me let me trace back a little bit here and show you those other studies. Again, this was not the this has not been the only one. So here's the one uh, that we read just to you, the base, basis of our uh, report today, uh, and it's also repeated, for instance, in in other 
news sites and sources. Uh, this is from CBN, Christian Broadcasting Network. But look at this. This study also uh, was done in, this is in 2020, a separate study, okay, um, based out of Cal University of California and Stanford, okay, uh, separate from the latest uh, study done in the University of Pennsylvania and collections of studies from around the world. This one is in the U.S., and it says, studies suggest larger families have more conservative views, okay? So this is a previous study that agrees with the current one or vice versa. Uh, article connected to that 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 comes from um, is differential fertility makes society more conservative on uh, family values. And then this one, a link, uh, this is, uh, this is 2022 link found between parenthood and social conservatism. Okay. Uh, from, uh, fizz.org. So here we have the two, uh, 20, 2020 study. And then look at this, this is in two, uh, 2018. Okay. Uh, exactly four years ago. This is in September 24th. Uh, close to the date of today uh, in 2022. So here it is, 2018 in Fut Fut uh, Futurity magazine, does being a parent make you more conservative? And here it says, parental, uh, it says some evidence supports the idea that socially and morally uh, conservative values may arise from perceived threats or dangers, says Nicholas Carey, a PhD student in the Tulane University School of Science and Engineering. Okay, this was a study of 1,500 participants. You can see here, Carrie and co-author Damian Murray, an assistant professor in the psychology department, conducted four online surveys that examine attitudes to political topics that typically divide liberals and conservatives, such as reproductive rights and the military. Uh, the researchers hypothesized that parents display more conservative attitudes because they are more often risk-averse, likely in the interest of protecting their children. They not only found differences between parents and non-parents, but also that people who felt more warmly toward children reported more socially conservative attitudes. And their findings are from this study, Conservative Parenting, Investigating uh, the Relationships Between Parenthood, Moral Judgment, and Social Conservatism. Again, dated in 2018, and uh, these are indeed uh, peer-reviewed studies covering from 2018 to 2022, and they come to the exact same conclusions. The only thing, and I, I won't find it uh, here, uh, I will put the links to these uh, up uh, in the description of the podcast, but I want to add this, that one of the studies also said in particular that having larger families or numerous children being parents of numerous children, uh, also contributes uh, or has a link to having more conservative values. So there you go. You have uh, three, four studies covering in a span of the last four, five years, six years at the most here. Uh, once the studies are done, then peer-reviewed, and then finally published, it takes a while, six months to a year, typically, um, and so here we have this span over the last five to six years, and each study separate from one another, not linked to each other uh, as far as the researchers themselves and the locations where it was made from. Uh, but here we have all these studies linking together and agreeing with one another that being a parent by majority of those that they researched and studied and interviewed 
uh, are conservative in their beliefs. So now, what do they mean by conservative? Now, we read that, but let me, let me express it to you, describe it to you here. Conservative means you believe in conserving, or rather protecting, using carefully, preserving, maintaining the traditional historical beliefs and values. Now, the studies altogether were mainly concerned not with economic conservatism, uh, but with moral and social conservatism. Now, they noted that in the U.S., though, the parents, there was a link even in conservative, uh, econo uh, economic conservative, conservatism uh, with parenting. In other words, they were measuring being a parent, having children, and if they were conservative in their leanings on moral issues such as abortion, gay marriage, sex education, homosexuality, and uh, as they labeled it in the article promiscuity, which simply means sleeping around, having numerous sexual partners. So again, the majority of those interviewed and studied felt that these beliefs and behaviors were a threat to the family unit, family unit and the children's and the whole family's well-being. Okay then, so how and why could this link between conservative moral beliefs and having a family and being a parent be a thing, exist? Well, the researchers came to an interesting yet obvious conclusion, and it was overwhelming with the data. Having the privilege and enormous responsibility to bring another human life into this world and then care for, provide for, and train that human life to face that world on their own affects most new parents in such a way that the protection mode kicks in hard and fast. And when that happens, you will want to conserve their life and that of your entire family. And conservative values are the only ones that protect and preserve life, human life and family life, and the community and society in which they live. You go, well, wait a minute, buddy. I'm pretty liberal and I love and raise my kids just the same as anybody else. And I know you do. And I'm glad you do, of course. But in doing so, in all honesty, at some point, at least in some things, you have to borrow or imitate conservative values to do so, whether you realize or admit it or not. Leftist values do not want to conserve or protect and maintain those family values and beliefs. The primary examples of this lies in two liberal linchpins of thinking. Number one, same-sex marriage, which, by the way, still requires an opposite-sex union in some type of way to create a child that in turn makes a family. And number two, abortion, which of course destroys a life entirely and any potential for a family. And it also devalues a human being in the most extreme way by making it just disappear. So that may lead one to then ask, well, then do I have to be a Christian or a Christian parent to be a conservative? Of course not. Many conservatives today don't even go to church or regard scripture, yet they still have to borrow from Judeo-Christian values, which come from God and the Bible alone to believe in and protect and provide for a loving family. Um, you don't have to be a Christian to be a conservative, but being a biblically-based Christian will lead you into conservative thinking 
and beliefs and behavior. It's unavoidable. Now, to the follower of Jesus, who has even basic knowledge of God's Word, sees really no surprise in these, any of these findings. The true source of conservative values is God and His written Word. Look at what happened in the very beginning, in creation. And may I add that in the Gospels we see Jesus repeated and reinforced verbatim even this same account as true and binding forever. For instance, in Genesis chapter 1, verses 27 and 28, again it says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him, male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over ev- and over every living thing that moves on the earth. So we understand then that the very first institution God established on earth was the family. And he established the barriers throughout human history that will best preserve, protect, and provide for a loving nuclear family the way God intended for us to enjoy to the fullest and through which to glorify him. This is why he commanded such laws, such as those in Exodus chapter 20 from the original Ten Commandments. He says, you shall not commit adultery. And in Exodus 20, 17, you shall not covet your neighbor's house You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, and nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. Then again, also what he reminded the believers of in Ephesians chapter 5 through the writing of Paul the Apostle. He says, wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is head of the wife, as also Christ is head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself And let the wife see that she respects her husband. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment, with promise, that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. Now, I could go on and on and on with countless scriptures, with both God's commands and principles that he has established that we call today today Judeo-Christian values. It's where they come from. It's where family values come from. It's where conservative beliefs and values come from. 
whether one believes in God or not. He made marriage. He made the family. He designed parenting. And all of it still works today, even for a sinful, fallen human beings. And these values alone will work if we believe deeply in our core being and then put into practice the wholesome, godly, practical, conservative values of family, love, gender, and roles that established all of this the way God meant it to be. That means that heterosexual sexual behavior within the bonds of marriage alone and the protection of human life are two of the most supreme ideals God created for us to have and uphold and why parenting either strengthens these beliefs you already had or changes your thinking and behavior that at one time you ignored or rejected. I am a father of three amazing and now grown children. And I was privileged to be at the birth of each of them. The tears of joy, the warmth of holding them. Uh, Don't you love that new baby smell? Unless it's coming from their diapers. That's not good. (laughs) Kissing on them, playing with them, raising them was for me and my wife both beyond humbling and fulfilling. And to break away from those conservative biblical family values for maybe a fleeting shot of adrenaline of a sexual escapade outside of all that um, would have permanently left scars on all of my family and myself. But thank God we held and still hold together. And now my kids are repeating those same values in their lives and in their families, and it's becoming successful. And I pray it'll always stay that way. God is glorified and he blesses those who stick to his plan that he's given to them for their marriage and for parenting, for their children, and for the future generations through them. So let me say it again. It's, it's no surprise that these universally held values that hold marriage and family together have been believed in and observed by families worldwide for centuries. Well, I hope this has been of great encouragement and help to you. And please remember to click on like, to follow, comment, and then share the link to this podcast and to Truth Unbound in general with everyone you can. And always remember, follow Jesus, and you'll always follow the truth. 